Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girly by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. And talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Welcome to episode 87 of the Bedhoppers podcast. My name's Mr. H. And I'm Mrs. H. Thank you for joining us again. We've got a bit of an interesting episode for you today. Is it just you whining? (laughs) It pretty much is me whining and giving everybody my tales of woe, pretty much. Ah, so it's interesting to you then. (laughs) Yes, it's, uh, you know, it's therapy for me. And, Excellent. you know, some people may like this. So welcome to Mr. H's therapy session. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Please sit down on the couch and tell us how you're feeling. (laughs) But first, before we get into that, we've got a few things that we want to get out of the way. Ah, yes. Ah. Life. Life. That old chestnut. Life has been in the way quite universally for us recently. It's been a bit shit. In fact, today's even been a bit shit. If 2020 had a face, I would punch it. Really? I'd punch it so hard. Punch it so hard in its stupid 2020 <laughs> face. 2020 can just jog right on now. Get rid of its 2020 vision by punching it so hard. <laughs> Anyways, so today we had, um, I mean, it's not the worst news, but we had a leak in our kitchen. Great. Um, and it's not just a small leak, it's decided to destroy... Of course, it's a big fucking leak, isn't it? it most that. of our floor. Yeah, why not? I'm going in kind of slightly less bad things. Oh, that's a slightly less bad thing. <laughs> right, okay. And... Also, we sadly had to put our cat, Mr. Kitty, down over oh, the last couple Mr. of weeks. Oh, Mr. Kitty. Let's uh, take a moment. Rest in peace, little cat face, little tuna flakes. Mr. Kitty, who was named after... This is like a eulogy, isn't it? <laughs> well, he was named after a South Park episode. He, well, it, it wasn't his first name. He was originally called... Cat Fink. <laughs> after... Cat Fink. Bat Fink. After Bat Fink. his wings were like a shield of steel. Except he didn't have any wings. He did not. And thus, <laughs> defeated by logic, Mrs. H decided that he would be named after a favourite South Park episode. Mr. Kitty. From Cat Orgy. Uh, he was a glorious 14 and a half years old. Yeah. Cruising yeah. at a smaller weight than what he was used to. Oh, Bless he used him. to be such a beast. He was a beast. Handsome beast. Much bigger than number one pet, automatically now, <laughs> because she's the only pet left, Yoko. By default, she's now number one. Oh, default. But default. Mr. Kitty was there first. Mr. Kitty was there first, Ergo, yes. Ergo, he was the champion of cats. Well, I, I don't think yes, we can... Yes, he was. Okay, yes. Mr. Kitty was the best of all cats, but the good news is I can now breathe in my own house. Well... You're being so dramatic. <laughs> I'll just get you a couch to faint on, shall I? Thank you. Well, this is a, this is an episode for that. I mean, you say that you can't breathe around the cat, but, you know. I'm still alive. You're still alive. <laughs> and he's not, so who's the loser? <laughs> Poor Mr. Kitty. Um, um, so, yeah. So, but, you know, the year that keeps on giving, yeah, took my cat away. It took your cat away. But you know what? Actually, um, we did at least get to give him a nice, peaceful end. That's which right. is something that we've, Obviously, can't do for other people. So well, we can. It's just no, not can't. legal. No, I know. It's not. It's annoys me. And, and it's probably upsetting if they don't want to go as well. Well, yeah, there is. That. I think that carries like a you know prison sentence usually. Mate, only if you get caught, apparently. So, Mister Kitty has uh, left this dreadful planet, and he's gone under pastures new. Yeah, mm. and we've had a bit of a, I guess, a focus on exercise and Cats. health 
and mm. medication and all sorts mm -hmm. of other fun things. So we've been... It's called adulting, dear. It's, it's called ad adulting. <laughs> so we, we, were, we were lucky enough to have a couple of weeks off from work. And I think it's safe to say that we drank and ate and ate and drank and drank and ate. Well, probably drank and ate more than we should. But equally, we, it wasn't... You know, like a, a kind of frenzy, like a food orgy. It was we like Pac-Man. Ate, ate a bit more than we should have done. Oh, this is true. But we got to the end of our, our couple of weeks off and we had the sort of realisation, uh, and then we have these every few weeks really, it seems, that we really need to do something about um, our exercise, about our health. So we've been trying to eat and drink much healthier and be better behaved. Yeah, just a bit of a focus on keeping ourselves ticking along for a bit longer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we're trying to, you know, Mrs H is riding an exercise bike. I'm not going anywhere. No, I know. <laughs> you think I'd go somewhere. I'm actually just sitting there playing Animal Crossing all I day. I know. All I can hear is that. Do, 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 do. Is that still the music? I don't do you know. know what? No, it's not. It's changed. Oh, what? That, that was the old GameCube version. Was that the game? Uh, yeah. Was it not the, uh, and then DS, later the version? DS version? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Anyway. It's a bit more jazzed up now. So you're doing that, and I'm continuing to do weird Joe Wicks style videos in front of the television yeah. in my pants. Excellent. I know. There's a vision for everybody. <laughs> I'm sure you'll all be delighted with that. But the good thing is, uh, that aside, we're starting to make some progress, I think. Good. I've built a really bitch and pumpkin patch in Animal Crossing, if that's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's literally bitching. Bitching. It's so good. Okay, I'm glad that, that you're yeah, pumpkin patch. Yeah, when we get to Halloween, oh my God, I'm going to make all the best spooky furniture. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and, and if you've not friended Mrs. H on Animal Crossing, <laughs> then fuck as well you, as Pokemon. you're dead to us. Um <laughs> The other thing is that we've had some really good feedback about the last few shows that we've done. Yeah. So looking back, we interviewed Siobhan and Martin from the Swingers TV show. Mm -hmm. um, and we had some really, really good feedback. We've yeah. been chat chatting to Martin quite a bit recently. He mm. seems to be doing all right. And the show was repeated again quite recently. Yeah, it was on, on the Not Channel our 4. show, but the, no, 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 the, no, the Channel, the 4, Channel show. 4 TV thing yeah. was on on TV yeah, again. So sparked another wave of feedback, I think. Yeah, which has been been really good and really positive. And we also did our DP show. Oh my God, the DP show. Yes. <laughs> Step right this way, sir, if you want tickets to the DP show. Oh my goodness. Not to be confused with Deep Heat. The Deep Heat show it's is quite different. It's an entirely different show. Yeah, that will rob yeah, you up the wrong way. It really will. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but if you've been in touch with us about the DP show or just the show in general over the last few weeks, thank you very much. We've had some amazing feedback and it's been really cool just to interact with some new people and... Uh, get in touch with people on email and Twitter yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So it's been really cool. And that has been a positive. So we've got to yeah. count these positives where we freaking get them. Yeah, life's all about balance. Yeah. So, you know, for every bad thing that's happened, which is plentiful, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> There's some nice things that happen to you. There are. But one of the, the one things, and this is this is my main thrust of the episode oh, today. The, oh, here we go. <clears throat> Straight into the thrusting. Straight into the thrusting. Not even taking me out for dinner first. <laughs> take, take you out for dinner first. First. First, isn't it? So it is National Health okay. Month. Okay, yeah. Or Mental Health Month. Mental Health Month. Right. And it was Mental Health Day. Yeah. A little while ago. Mm -hmm. And that was quite pertinent, really, because a few things have been sort of brewing away and percolating in my head. Oh. Oh, <laughs> over the last, I guess the last few weeks in particular, but probably brewing for a little while. I would say a little while. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I, I, I am sorry if this comes across as a bit of a Mr. H. Wines. I don't mean it to be that, but I kind of want to brain dump this onto the show. Lovely. I, so we are your counsellors. Yeah, take a massive <laughs> Mr. H. thought turd <laughs> and slap it onto the table. And I'm going to struggle to put this into words a little bit. I know that's unusual for me. But you love the sound of your own voice. I and you do. love talking. Well, that's probably why I struggle is because <laughs> I, you get more of my voice ah, okay. than, than your regular conversation. So one What's of the things... What's in your mind then? So this is all about kind of our journey in the lifestyle. And one of the things I've kind of been feeling is a bit of a, a bit superfluous and a bit of a, I don't know, a third wheel. And this has been happening in a number of ways. You're looking confused there, Mrs. H. No, I've already got some questions. Do you? Uh, and bear in mind, you know, this is your thought process very okay. much. I've not really had a great deal of input in it so far, other than I've listened to you over the last few weeks. Okay, that's very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say um, superfluous, yeah. do you mean to some of the experiences we're having or to the play dynamic that we have? Um, a, a little bit of both, actually. Mm -hmm. And I think um, whilst I think that you very much want me in any 
or most play dynamics mm-hmm. um, and that we have a great relationship. And that is absolutely 100% yeah. fine. I'm very, very happy with how we are. I think I've had a bit of a building feeling that people are generally less interested in me. Physically? Uh, Emotionally? Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Mentally, yes. And and I, I get that often there is one partner within a partnership that, that people are intrinsically drawn to. And I get that often that's you for us. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. But actually, over the, the course of the last few weeks in particular, there's been a few things that have triggered that thought in particular. Now, I know that some of this is based on my own confidence or underconfidence or overthinking and all these things come into play. But I'm just going to reel off a few things that have kind of okay. contributed some to triggers. this. And then we can go into that a little bit more. So number one, the messages we get. So if we're talking about our fab profile, our double date nation profile, our Twitter, whatever, Instagram, whatever social media platform Mm -hmm. we are on, almost nine times out of 10, the messages we get are aimed at you. I would agree with that. And most of them, Mm -hmm. the vast majority, assume that almost neglect to even mention me or recognise that I exist. So there's a trend, you mean, for people to not only assume they're writing to me, and assuming that I'm the one reading and answering, yeah. but also they're directing their the body of their message in some way to what they would either like to do with me. Yeah. And it involves me generally. Yeah. Okay. So, in fact, we, we spoke or had one Twitter message fairly mm-hmm. recently where, where they <laughs> literally <laughs> assumed they were speaking to you. Yes, they did. So, um, and, uh, you know, I've, I've toyed with some of these messages, actually, where I've sent them pictures of me and said, I have a lovely beard and sent it back <laughs> and, and confused the shit out of them. But also people that have sort of said, well, oh, well, my husband would really like to speak to Mrs. H. And <laughs> Fools. I'm like, for, uh, well, not, not only is, you know, I guess there's, a, there's an element where people don't always realise that it's nine times out of ten me answering any message or doing yeah. anything on it. Mm. But also, she's speaking to me to tell me that yeah. she wants her husband to speak. I'm like... Well, like a PA. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Like, seriously. Not even... And, and I'm not expecting a compliment with every fucking conversation, but at least recognise that I fucking exist. First off, she didn't assume... She assumed it was you that was going to be answering. Yeah, correct. And I put, put them right that it was... You <laughs> did put them right. <laughs> I did put them right. And then it was like, oh, my husband would like to speak to you. And absolutely, I get yeah, hold, it. please call her. <laughs> Just then, go and get her for you. And then we had an email um, from someone where they went through, I don't know, several pages worth of what they would like to do with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like, I get a mention at the start. It's like, sorry, Mr. H, but this is what we want to do with Mrs. H. And there's nothing there at all for me. And... And I think they're quite surprised when I write back, well... Sod off. Sod off, yeah. Like, <laughs> like why we're a partnership. We've ended this for our journey together. This uh-huh. is us sharing experiences. And, you know, if you've heard anything about us or seen anything about us, you broadly, yeah. you'll probably know that. And I'll also know that I generally give no shits about replying anyway. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> They've not even been intelligent enough to realise that uh, the way to you is... Through me, definitely not not, <laughs> not writing to me directly. Yeah, or, or certainly not pissing me off because, <laughs> like, how many messages am I going? Oh, Mrs. H, we had all these great messages about you that didn't mention me. Which one am I going to pick? The one that mentions me and is interested in me, or the one? <laughs> you know, it's it's a selfish thing, but but there is that. So there's been a bunch of these messages, and they seem to be growing in number as your mm. popularity across the. Well, I have globe. a couple of questions about this. Um, so, I mean, number one, how does that make you feel? You know, because that that matters quite a lot. Well, it's like I don't exist to a certain Mm -hmm. extent. And and I find that incredibly frustrating because... You do exist. Because (laughs) I am here and I've, you know, I'm... I kind of make the podcast, I do the social media, I reply to the messages. You're the brains behind this operation, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, quite literally in some cases. (laughs) Wait, I need to bang my head and kill <laughs> I literally operate you like a puppet. <laughs> um, so, you know, it kind of, it, it makes me feel like I have no value despite the things that I put in. So, mm. and it's nice if people say the show is great. I love that. That's fantastic. It's nice if people compliment the stuff that we're doing. But normally it's either the show or it's you. And okay. that makes me feel like I'm a, you know, I, I am the side dish 
I am Aww. the yeah, it does. The Bombay and potatoes, the Bombay potatoes, or <laughs> I, you know, I'm not wanted. And and many people that get in touch would be quite happy. I went, hey, there you go, there's Mrs. H. Off off you go. I'll just sit here and I don't know, mm. you know, keep producing this well, content. Here's my next question then: Why do you think people approach us this way? Why do you think they do this? What you know? What what do you think goes through their head when they think, "Oh, I'm going to take the time to write an email or a message"? Well, I think you know people see pictures of you and quite rightly they think, "Wow, she's stunning. I'd like to have a go on that." Yeah. So, which which brings me to: Is this then down to some trigger of imagery where they're drawn in by what they see, or which, here, or here, <clears throat> and? And as such, their their first impulse is actually I'm going to reach out and contact the woman because that's where my my gaze is drawn. Maybe I, I mean I don't know because I don't know if it's an assumption that you're the because it is you often that is mm. pictured. Not always because we do try and put enough pictures of me or us as a as a yeah, couple. Yeah, we do a lot. Um, but I think it's that people do assume um, maybe if they don't know us that you'll be the one that's replying. Yeah. And, you know, that's an interesting perspective anyway. Why, I guess, why do people assume that it is it is the woman who's who's necessarily Well, I'll come on to this that. in a minute because this is another thing that, mm. that's in my head. So I said I had a few things that, that were kind of yeah. kind of triggering, triggering this. And I think in a, in a smaller way, though I accept it, another part of this is the fact that the, the likes, the attention or whatever, and I've said this before and I'll continue saying it, mm-hmm. uh, is, is always on you. So a picture of a woman will often especially if she's as beautiful as you are, will get a lot more attention. So, I mean, like this comes down to the, the fact that there is a clear disparity anyway, not only in lifestyle, but in, in life generally. As yeah, you say, if you put a picture of a woman and a man, you know, it is guaranteed that the woman is just going to gain more likes. That's just the disparity well, that exists. You know, and <laughs> I had a funny thought the other day. I thought, well, what if I was by, right? And I put my picture out there. I would have thought about that as well. <laughs> right, I know you did, right? But but then then it would just be another bunch of people to ignore me. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no. But but to a certain extent, it's kind of I get that the way in which the world is built, unfortunately, mm-hmm. is that women are universally praised. Also that there's a lot more by women than there are by men. Yeah. I I, I believe, but that could be wrong on that front. Um, that may change in future, but who knows? Mm-hmm. But actually, the, the attention from both men and women are, are on attractive women. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's just a, the way of the world. And guys don't tend to compliment guys particularly. I know I've done a, or try to do a lot to, to rectify that where I can. Mm. And even if it's just a liking a picture of a, of a guy, it's not, you know, I, I can recognise that it's a good picture so I try and do that. Or if I see someone that's wearing something cool, I'll say, cool thing, brah. Maybe not like that. Maybe I need to work on the approach. This but- is why you're not getting likes, mate. <laughs> cool thing, brah. Oh, God. If you walk around do like- you even lift? <laughs> Talking like Dog the Bounty Hunter, it's not going to work. <laughs> which, which I've got my- a number of immediate suggestions to this. In my head, I just had this flash as, as, of Yoko as a bounty hunter. <laughs> She'd be like the worst bounty hunter ever. She'd be terrible. I mean, she's skin a tennis ball in ten, 10 seconds, but... Skin a tennis ball. Is that, <laughs> yeah. like, is that like a euphemism for having a wank? I'm going to go upstairs and skin a tennis ball for five minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> it's absolute filth. <laughs> or is it another one for having a shave in the shower? Oh my God, I'm going to go shower and shave. I'm going to skin my tennis ball. Skin my tennis ball. Um, so yeah, I, I think there is a lot more universal attention on mm-hmm. on the ladies. And I think you're wrongly, I think you're right. I think even mm-hmm. guys that are, I don't know, like super muscular or have a big dong or whatever it might be, uh-huh. or have a sparkling personality and wit, you know, <laughs> just saying, they don't get anywhere near the amount of likes and attention that, that just a, and I say this with the greatest respect, that a plain old woman with a tits out gets. The fun bags win every time. I know, they do, every time. <laughs> it's clickbait. It's, it's like people see them. Clickbait, more like. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And people see, you know, the the women and, you know, and it saddens me really sometimes that it does resort to that and that people do descend into a bit of a, oh, it's all about the likes, I need to get the likes, I need to get the followers and, I, I you know, I, I thrive on the attention kind of thing and, and it just perpetuates it and it does well, make you know, it more toxic when we do see these you know tits out tuesdays and whatever Thursdays. Thursdays, you know, i try and subvert <laughs> them Wednesdays. sometimes because mm-hmm. it, it 
does drive me a bit nuts. And then sometimes there's an obligatory Man Monday or a, <laughs> you know, Man of the Month kind of thing. And yeah. it feels, you know, number one, it never gets the attention. And number two, it kind of feels very second thoughty and very like, oh, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. And and maybe that's because, and I don't know what the statistics are, maybe there's more men pu- publishing stuff or maybe there's more women. I'm not sure. And I wonder if that does have a sway on what what is out there. Do you think that also some men like the attention that their their other halves get? Oh yeah, and and I think some men absolutely get off on that. And I, I like, to be fair, not like a trophy, but almost like a I've got this gorgeous woman, and this is a validation of the fact that everyone else agrees and they think she's hot as well. Yeah, I, you know, it is a bit of a showing off piece. I think there's there's the, the showing off of the look what I have attained or look mm-hmm. look who is with me. And I think that's, you know, there's a really nice pride element to that. I think there's also a, a sort of hot wifey kind of compersion-y thing with look at my wife, don't you covet her? Yeah. Um, um, not cover mm-hmm. her unless she's cold, <laughs> in which case she's fine. I mean, I'd love to be covered. I'm always cold. Yeah, exactly. Actually, no, that's not true. I'm often on fire these days. However, well, quite I'm literally. A, yeah, literally, quite literally on fire. <laughs> Screaming on fire because it's fucking 2020. Oh, God. So, you know, again, do, do you not have... What, what, so what do you think then if you if you put a picture out there of me? Mm-hmm. What, what's, what drives that picture? Is it because you want other people to look and admire that or is it because... You think that's what people would like to see, or is it, or is it driven by something else? There's, there's a number of things. One, I'm immensely proud to be with you, and and I love, I do love showing you off. I think where I struggle a bit is the excessive attention mm-hmm. that you get as a result of that mm-hmm. <laughs> in a really contrary, a contradictory <laughs> way. Yeah, there is a bit of a monster to it. There is a level of compersion, and and. I do like seeing you have fun with other people as long as I'm having that ah, fun myself. Yeah. But that doesn't happen in an online medium necessarily. No. I also think there is a, if we're doing it for the show, I know that that will sell tickets. <laughs> I, and, and I'm being perfectly, you know, <laughs> corporate about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I know that a picture of us or a pic, you know, will do well. It, mm-hmm. If it's a nice, happy picture of us, if it's a picture of Yoko, it will do okay. Picture of me. You know, I'm below Yoko in terms of the oh. picture ranking state. I mean, she's cute and all, to be fair. But a picture of you and you, if you're in some sort of vague state of undress or hint of it, will do far better than anything else that I can post. Okay. Or even a, a video of me playing the ukulele probably isn't going to, you know, it's not going to top you with your norks out, quite <laughs> frankly. <laughs> ukulele versus norks. <laughs> Uke versus nork. <laughs> Probably not gonna gonna win. Maybe that would be uh, something for the t-shirt. So, by the way, we've uh, before I forget, always be promoting and all that. We have introduced a t-shirt store, so we'll put a link to it on the show notes, so you can go buy Bedopper's t-shirt in it or something else, like a bag or an. Have app. you got a t-shirt with uke on it? I don't have a a, a uke. What a shame! I know. Um, <laughs> maybe I should do that. Maybe. Yeah. Well, we've got. Um, I, I didn't think I'd like it, but I love it. <laughs> as a t-shirt so if you'd like one of those just in time for christmas to open up in front of the kids awkwardly then you can buy one through the power of our t-shirt store and, and i genuinely mean there is an actual <laughs> yeah. t-shirt store i'm not making this up in some weird kind of <laughs> advert way <laughs> you can buy a shirt with bed hoppers or keep on hopping or something like that on it's it. a uke not a fluke or something <laughs> I know. I'm just trying dead to... dead to me. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I did say before, you're, it, you're the brains of a show. If it was you writing it, it would be Nuke the Uke. <laughs> <gasps> yes, it would. Or Puke, puke on, on the Nuke. nuke. <laughs> no, not be Nuke. Oh my God. Puke on the Uke. Okay. I'll just shorten it the to puke. The puke Puke-a-lele. <laughs> no, this is why you need to get more Or likes. if it was a fighting one, it would be a Duke-a-lele. <laughs> <laughs> But you dukes up. Anyways, so I've mentioned that the messages that we get, I've mentioned the attention and the likes mm-hmm. and the pictures and all that sort of stuff. And so I'm starting to sound like the scientists from The Simpsons with the who <laughs> and the way and the will. But the other thing that that's I, I guess that's been really in my mind, these mm. other things have kind of added to the building factor. But the other thing is around the interactions that we've had. Right. Not that we're having a great deal. Well, no, deal. no, no. We're not having, to hasten to add, we're not having interactions in the current climate. But we're but, talking when we've had experiences. Yeah. So there's, there's two two types here. One is the uh, when we're in a uh, group message kind mm-hmm. of thing or a chat or whatever it might be. Those messages, again, it always seems to be the guys driving it. Driving it. And, and, well, I don't know why I've gone all Shatner speaking like this, <laughs> but it seems to be that the guys universally will send you 
praise, flirty messages. Hey, me. uh, yeah, you. Yeah, you sat over what, there. Me that doesn't read the messages. You that doesn't even <laughs> read the fucking messages and rarely replies to them often. Um, maybe that's a secret. <laughs> Just treat me mean. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. I'll reply when I feel like There's it. There's me singing love fall or what? Love me, love me, say there that. There you go. I know, Stop falling on your sword. I know, just, that's what it is. Just, I just play just, it cool. Just play it cool. Be cool, Don't honey give bunny. a fuck. That's what it is. And not be this overthinking, neurotic person sat in the corner rocking myself to sleep. Right. Moving back to the main <laughs> thrust of this. Yeah. Um, so quite often in chats, it is the guys that are doing all of the flirting with you. Okay. Sometimes it's the girls, but that's, m- that's more rare. What I found is that the women in the chats, and it may be not all the chats, not universally, no, no, no. but on a good chunk of the chats. The chats where you've noticed this is a trend and it's yeah, got to you a it bit. it tends mm. to be that there is no flirting. Now, I'm also fully conscious that you are on record and a number of times <laughs> saying that you don't like sexy or flirty chat. Well, it's not that I didn't like them. I just don't really have the time to entertain them. You don't like, the se- you don't like sexy talk on a chat, for one. Mm, like, it's rare. It's it's not completely unheard of. But it's but r- it's rare. R- <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's so rare that I can't actually think of an occasion well, when it has happened. A little, maybe a little gentle flirting, but I'm not known for my um, extensive messages about what I would like people to do to me and what I would like to do to them. But no. what I find is is that often <laughs> the quiet one in the group tends to be the other woman. Yeah. Okay. Not always, but again, no, tends always. to be them. So if they're not speaking to me and building a connection, right? then I kind of... Then you feel like you're not wanted again. Yeah. And I found one of the biggest stumbling blocks for me within within this whole experience is that mm-hmm. actually I, I like to be wanted. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, you're a needy work, bugger, aren't you? <laughs> I am needy, but I like to know if someone is interested. Of course. And I think where... People haven't expressed an interest. Yeah, there's ways around it. And you can, you know, I, I can do that hopefully occasionally mm-hmm. well enough for myself. But it leaves me feel like, feeling like I'm always chasing and I'm always the one in, in that dynamic between my, myself and the partner mm. or the other partner that I'm always the one chasing that interaction. So does that make you feel that maybe you're almost pestering people a little bit or uh, begging for a bit of adoration and throw well, me a freaking bone here? Come yeah, on. there is a bit of that. And I think it's a lot harder to, uh, um, <laughs> to move things forwards when there are interactions. If you've got if you've not got that connection, if you've not had that, not that, not the, if you've not had sexy talk, but you've actually had some sort of just interaction and some connection. And I find that quite often, if someone is really, really quiet, I struggle to understand whether they're interested. And I take often, whether that's their personality or not, that that quietness can be cons- construed as a bit of a, I'm not bothered or not interested. Uh-huh. So I often come away with the impression, particularly on chats, that people are less interested in me. Because they're not showing it in any way. Okay, but we've just obviously covered the fact that I'm not particularly forward on those chats. So do you think the other dude uh, in in this group scenario mm-hmm. may feel the same way as you? Because I'm not, I'm, I mean, if anything, I'm virtually non-existent. You know that. Well... It depends on the chat. Some some chats you're you're a lot more interested and a lot more available mm-hmm. and, and, and chatty. And you do respond to that, to... Not sexy chats, but but more flirty or at least jokey chats. Yeah, a bit of bants. Pardon me, a bit of banter. A bit of yeah. bants. So I think I think you do show it in that that regard. Sometimes you're not around in the chat, but often I think if you're not around in a chat, that's a fair indication that you aren't interested. So I know from you, if you if you're not mm. that bothered, I know. <laughs> and if you're not around sort of interacting, then I think that's a typical sign that you're either not interested in them mm. or, or particularly him. Often that's the, the main <laughs> yeah. driver. Or you, you're kind of in this space where you're not quite sure and you need to meet them in person. Oh, absolutely. I, I like to meet. I definitely like to meet face to face and know and have that kind of that chemistry. Which leads me beautifully <laughs> into the last bit that I wanted to talk oh. about, which was meeting people face to face. Now, you know, we're not really doing this at the moment, but it has assuming been... Assuming COVID wasn't a thing. Assuming, yeah. assuming COVID wasn't a thing. God, the world would be bloody different, wouldn't it? Anyway... It'd be a bit nicer. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get off now, please? Yeah, please. Stop not the enough. corona coaster. When we meet people face to face, often 
again, it is the guys that seem to be a lot more flirty. With you? With you. <laughs> with you. Not with me. Okay. And I find it's often that the women tend to be a little bit more quiet. Or, or are they just letting you do the leading? Well, Because some, that's what they want? Well, I don't know. And this is the thing. And I, I think if I have to do all the leading, uh, I'm, I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm like, why should I do all the leading? I'm not... No, I agree. You shouldn't have to. But I'm wondering if, if some women maybe think that you like to. <laughs> maybe they think you want to be dominant and assertive and show your your interest well or... this this is the interesting thing see i don't mind being particularly dominant mm. dominant dominoes <laughs> particularly dominoes at the moment <laughs> where i'm going but, more dominoes and dominant yeah I, I don't mind that but i need to know that that's the case mm -hmm. so i have no problem with someone saying right i want i need you to be a bit more dominant i need you to take the foot I, to make the first move, yeah, where I need you to do this. Still expressing that they want involvement, they yeah. just want a particular scenario to play out. And I, I find there's nothing more attractive than when someone going, right, I like you, I want to play with you, I want to fuck you, I want to whatever, you know, I just want to do whatever. Uh -huh. Hey, if I want your autograph, that's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> or just play the uke for me. Yeah, just play the, <laughs> the puke. Said nobody uh, ever. No, that has Ooh. happened. That has happened. <laughs> how drunk, I'm going how drunk were they? How drunk was I? How much did you have to give them? <laughs> well, no. So the quality of uke playing that you get varies by the drunken level of Mr. H. More than two drinks and it's going to be amazingly shit as opposed to just shit. <laughs> but it, it's that, that someone registering their interest in saying that they are keen on you or that they want to play with you or even that they just like you as a person yeah. is, is, a, is a bit of a lifeline. And, you know... I struggle sometimes with just making conversation with people that I don't know. I know that's a, you're looking very surprised. I am very surprised. Well, well. Because you are very chatty. Starting that conversation <clears throat> in a way. And I think, you know, bridging that initial silence, which is why I often talk about having like a gimmick to get you through it. Hey, have you heard my shit ukulele? <laughs> Boom. That's it. But it's never really worked, I'm sure. Anyway, but, but the point is, is that I, I, if, if, if I struggle having those conversations sometimes with, with people then and they're not giving me anything to work with, mm. they're not showing me that they're interested or it's not been part of the discussion as part of the pre-group chat, the build-up mm. or whatever, then I really struggle to, to get into the whole situation. Now, often these, these situations do result in a level of play because things progress and we, we move past it and I put my big boy pants on mm. and then take them off and again. And take them off, yeah. yeah. But... <laughs> When I reflect on the situation afterwards, sometimes I'm left feeling a little hollow, like the experience was a bit empty because I didn't feel that spark. And the, the attraction for me is, is knowing that, that someone's having fun with me. Mm. And it's like, great, you're having fun with somebody. I, you know, that's <laughs> lovely. And I can see that. And that's, that's exciting. And I'm, I'm having fun. And, but actually, is there a, not just a, oh, it's not even a connection. It just needs to be something. And the problem is, is I look back and I think, if I told teenage Mr. H that he was whining about someone fucking him <laughs> and him not feeling that there's a vague connection, he'd just slap me around the face and go, fuck you. What the hell are you talking about? We're getting some sex. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. And, and I should. And I'm normally happy with the opportunities that come my way. And, I, you know, I say that. I feel really privileged that we've been able to meet some amazing people and build some really great experiences. But with the with the messages thing building up, with the incredible environment that 2020 is, with with me sat at home with lots of time to think, mm. which is never a good thing by myself mm. quite often, <laughs> or just me and the dog, and she's not great at conversation. And then the cat's dead. And so then yeah. the cat's dead. So yeah. you know, not that he was much good anyway. No, he really didn't offer much. <laughs> value to me in particular <laughs> uh, you know with all that build up of all this stuff going on these messages and the the attention stuff and then me reflecting on the interactions from the messages with people that we've already got a connection with or that uh -huh. we're trying to build one down to the meeting them that's left me feeling that i kind of you know i'm like i'm not getting what i want out of the situation sometimes and i'm not getting the most from 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 these experiences. Now, don't get me wrong, there's been some amazing experiences. And those, when they work, when people show you that they're interested or connect with you, or even just asking how you are, whatever, can be something. That makes it all, all the worthwhile. But actually... They're few and far between. They can be few and far between. So, I mean, for me, this, this comes down to, you, where is your self-worth? I mean, you, you have a right to feel this way if you're not feeling a connection or a chemistry. And if you're feeling a little bit like 
you're an afterthought or a third wheel and you're 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 kind of going along with the flow because that's all you're going to get that, that's not okay because you need to feel your worth in this you and, you are have as equal input in this as i do oh yeah and and i know that i need to feel my worth in it and i yeah. think I think that's why I'm I'm starting to to kind of think about the conversations and the chats that we're in. I, I don't want to step away from from the lifestyle or, or the sexy times. Not, not that we can do much, <laughs> but but I don't want to step away from it. I just need to focus on I think what works for me and be a little bit selfish about the decisions that I make. I'm 100 percent with you because for me it's, it's quality, not quantity. It's 100 percent. I have to be feeling like this is something that is going to a enhance what we have. Um, cause we come first and our bubble comes first, our relationship comes first and anything that threatens to unravel that is not okay. And also how we feel as individuals going into that. And we don't play separately. We play together. We know that, but we have separate thought processes about how we feel about an experience. And if one of us is not quite feeling the same connection, then actually should we even do that? Well, I think, and this is the thing, I think. I need to be a lot more thoughtful <laughs> about which experiences that we go into and yeah. and whether I feel like someone is interested or, or or at least kind of put that effort in there. It's part of it is just effort, isn't it? It's like, you know. Mm. Yeah, often, you can't expect it to just all go right first time without some effort on both parts. And I get that. And, but I've talked often about how men often don't make an effort. And I think quite often that's from a physical appearance. That's mm-hmm. whether they're trying to maintain their body shape or whatever it might be, or trying to dress in a decent way or even brushing their fucking hair. <laughs> you know, not that that's always a style tip, you know, <laughs> see, but, you know, often men lack that kind of awareness. I think sometimes my, my experience with some of the women that we've encountered is that they've lacked some of that awareness from an interaction perspective for a being forward piece. Now, I get everyone has a different play style, and it might be just that a number of the interactions we've had kind of have been with people of a certain type. And maybe that's just the luck of the draw, the way it goes. Mm, It's surely better to have one or two great experiences where it's all worked and been great than a handful of mediocre ones that have left you feeling a bit hollow. Yeah. And 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 you wish that you'd maybe not done that and it it's then impacted how you feel as a person and it may be that that actually the the longness of time that <laughs> i've been reflecting on this and that this has been building has really made me focus on the one or two not bad experiences but the less fun experiences where i've reflected and felt this hollow feeling hollow man great <laughs> <laughs> um you know and and that's maybe turned towards those rather than thinking about some of the more positive experiences and i think that's where i've kind of been been in that space, I think. But then equally, I'm sat at home. What else am I going to do? Knock a podcast out? Or two? No, it's not. But do you do you think that you going into these scenarios in the future, whatever that may hold? You know, if we ever get to meet actual real people again, do you think you would do anything differently now, having reflected on all this? Do you think you would ask for more, not more attention, but would you make it a kind of a conversation starter almost that? that you know this is what you need? I think where I can, I would probably try to do that a bit more. And I reflect back on Desire last year, it's been a year now, that, that one of the things that was, that was a real learning for me was just asking for what you want. Yeah, exactly. And being honest and open. So I think, you know, I, I, I want to try doing that more. But the problem is, is that I think for me, often I need to do things a number of times before I've learned them and being able to put them into my, <clears throat> my arsenal. <laughs> Apparently, you only have to do something 13 times and it's habitual. Right. So let's get 13 <laughs> meets on the cards and I'll be fine. But that's my point that since uh-huh. December last year, mm-hmm. there haven't been a, a, a enough of that many. Well, no, because then the world went a bit crazy. Because the world's, yeah, all a bit tits up. And so that's where I'm sort of, that's where my head's at. I'm kind of, I, I want to put some stuff into practice and to use, mm. to be a bit more vocal about what I'm interested in, why it's important to me to build that connection. And also to be a bit honest as well. Whereas, you know, if I'm not feeling it, to pull the plug as much of a pain in the ass that might be on some such situations. Well, you don't even have to completely pull the plug, but I think you definitely need to have a bit more awareness of don't be the one doing the running and don't be the one kind of chasing what you need in a way. Yeah, I, I do feel that sometimes 
you know, I do spend my time chasing for us, not just for me, yeah. and trying to arrange a lot of stuff. And in a way, that that be nice if someone did that for you. Yeah, that I think <laughs> that would be that would be helpful and that would be reassuring. But it's the world isn't as simple as that sometimes. No. And and you know, not that we're again. It's not that we're in a space where we can go, yes, let's do that. From now on, they will come to us. We will build it, but they will come to us. And and we can't do that right now. I mean, so You can do it on a virtual level to an extent, but you yeah, can't, to- I know what you mean, you can't do that tactile level of, I will know because a lady might touch me on the leg or she might... On the leg? <laughs> I think this thing needs... I can't even do but the if, cowbell but thing. But- it needs more cowbell. <laughs> but if, if someone at least reached out and just you know, brush their hand past you or, or or made sure that they accidentally on purpose touched you uh, just so you oh, kind accidentally of, on purpose sent me some you know nudes. what I mean though. that's fine but you <laughs> but just a tiny thing like that sometimes makes all the difference because it's just that you know that make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up because someone's just touched you and you get that little spark or and you get the anticipation of maybe is there more it's not a full-on oh hey look at my fun bags it's actually my fun bags just very gently pressed against you when I was passing you. Or whatever it is, it's just that hint of... We work in very different environments, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> One fucking metre away, bitch! <laughs> it's the anticipation is is a far greater aphrodisiac than a blatant, well, I'm, I'm here to bang, come on. I, you know, I don't, I don't want this build-up and this flirt. I, um, we don't work like that. It's quite interesting, actually, because if people are more forward then mm-hmm. actually the, the rock up and bang would be approach easier. Would, be, <laughs> would be absolutely fine yeah. but if there's no connection if it you know and I've been in in situations where I've struggled to make that connection because I don't know how someone is feeling and I don't know what they're thinking mm. and I've not been brave enough to ask and that's that part of that is on me but part of that is on other people to be as honest and open as I I want to be mm. and as a result I've come away just like what the hell was that? Why did I do that? <laughs> this is I regret being part of this. And as much fun as it was at the time, it's that reflection looking back and going, "Oh, that felt a bit." Uh. Yeah. But um, what's what has been really useful actually is I've spoken to a few people about it over the last few weeks, and I'm just going to shout out and name drop some names because they've been helpful and useful. Oh, really? Yeah. I bet I'm not on the list. Bert and Ernie, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, no. So we spoke to uh, Kate and Daryl from Swing Down Under, and they were really helpful. I've had a bit of a. Uh, I think we've had a little bit of a chat with uh, Bradford and Angela from By the By. Yeah. All our usual suspects, really. His cocktail tail have been really helpful in terms of working through some of that. And mm-hmm. um, I spoke to Secret Stag actually as well from um, Off of Secret Stag and Secret off Vixen. Off of Secret Stag. Yeah, Off of Secret... <laughs> secret Stag, Off of Secret Vixen. Oh my God. <laughs> Fresh off the off the back. <laughs> and oh, it's what, nice to bounce ideas off other people. and It's, it's lovely to bounce on other people. I mean, bounce ideas off other people. But <laughs> what's been interesting is, is that not everyone's experienced that feeling necessarily, but enough enough people have kind of felt twangs of that or have been in a situation that that has made them kind of feel in a similar way and and that was a little reassuring quite often i get the feeling that that men in the lifestyle uh, are sort of seen to be almost these sort of supermen who don't necessarily consider all of this stuff and don't necessarily think it through and reflect quite as much and I often feel as a result, I'm kind of that, am I the only person that's that's going through this mm. or that, that has, has thought this thought? And he says, like a teenager, you don't know what it's like. <laughs> You're not me. Well, you are uh, exceptionally sensitive, as, as we know. I am. And I bruise very easily. You do bruise like a peach. Um, you really do. But, you know, equally, I've, I've known you for long enough to know that this this is endemic in your personality. It's just how you how you work. It, you're hardwired to to think like that. and. I know that you, you don't respond well to just someone assuming that they know what you want. And- I am a carrot person. <laughs> I think there is something unequivocally. I, I like to be a good person. I like to be told that I'm a good person and yeah, that, that I am do. doing well. And it's hard to, or not hard, <laughs> if I don't get some feedback, if I don't get the interest, if I don't get not so much the reward, but the the recognition Mm. Um, not that I think that I am owed because I don't think that I'm owed it, but I like it because it's it comes from nowhere and it's it, it brightens your day. It does all that other stuff that recognition does. So and 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 I think 
part of the this whole thing is I know it's part confidence. I know it's part jealousy and envy. I know it's all these complex things. I know it's me sat like a crazy person with a tin foil hat, <laughs> rocking backwards and forwards, looking at a fucking t-shirt shop. So, you know, I, I get all of that stuff. By the way, t-shirts are still available in uh, the uh, store. Pukulele? <laughs> no, pukulele is not one. Nukulele is not one either. We'll see. <laughs> Fortunately, I know that you, you have no ability to create a Photoshop file and upload it. So wow. I know. How a day you? You also don't have access to the stores. Double wow. <laughs> the only way you're getting it is if you're buying a t-shirt. Yeah, so. well, I'm going to give some feedback because I know you like that. <laughs> you don't like this feedback. <laughs> it's hard to take you seriously when, you, when, when you'll uh-huh. be wearing one of my shirts that I've made. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was my, my strange brain dump of stuff. I think, I, I guess what I want to do really moving forwards and, and you know, it's like, Springer's final thoughts. Just want to touch people on the bottom again. <laughs> yeah, that that would be nice. Just just touching people generally would be good. I, I think it's just making sure that when things start opening up again, and and they will do at one point in the year twenty five, twenty five, or whatever. When, when things start moving again, I want to be much more um, vocal about what I want and what I'm interested in, but also be a bit braver about those decisions. So if I'm not feeling like I'm I'm getting the respect or attention that I, I you know, I, I want, then I either need to say or I need to go, well, actually, maybe this this version of whatever we're trying to create isn't isn't for me. And stepping away from that particular group or stepping away from that that particular mm. experience. Interesting. <clears throat> I think that the thing is so many people want different things from open relationships and being non-monogamous, I guess. And some people are just possibly really happy with the concept of just having sex with other people other than their partner. I'm and, never and happy. It, <laughs> and it could just be remarkably simplistic and not complicated. And actually maybe what they just want is a bit of a hookup. Simple. But, but, if- but and I was going to say, like, that's not the case with quite a few people we know and love and, you know, ourselves. We 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 don't look for that. So... And I guess from that, we can deduce that we are maybe a lot more choosy and a lot more fussy and that we're just seeking the, you know, those scenarios that do enhance us in some way and make us come away from that feeling that we want to repeat that and we've enjoyed it. I do think there's something in that. I I do want to to come away enjoying as as many experiences mm. as, as I can. And I don't want to go back to that point where I've gone, oh, that felt a bit. Whilst the experience itself was fun, it has left me sort of reviewing stuff and and not feeling as great as I should do about mm. it. And just being a bit more open and brave about it is probably a useful, useful thing. Interestingly, though, I think some people just do this stuff naturally. It's just in their DNA. Mm-hmm. And some people are like masters and ninjas mm-hmm. at this sort of thing. And, and they make that experience fantastic and they make it easy and it's when you've had experiences where it's so easy and it's so smooth and it and it feels right that actually just a regular experience it sort of tarnishes that regular experience not there's anything wrong with a standard hookup or whatever it might be or you know uh, uh, what i would term in the glorious edge rating system a seven out of ten. Oh dear god <laughs> Yeah, a, a very good. Wow. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> uh, but but you know what I mean. You know, if it, it's just a good encounter, but when you compare it to a great one, it diminishes. It can diminish the value of of, of that good one. And that I, I do wonder if I've been spoiled by those connections of the really great experiences. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it goes well and it goes really well, you you do end up thinking, oh wow, that was easy. Yeah, everything worked. Uh, you know, the moons aligned, and the chemistry was there, and everything got on, and it was all good. So I guess when you have to try <laughs> to make it happen and try and make it work, and it feels a little bit of a high effort encounter, you know, because maybe you're doing the running or you're constantly trying to get what you want from it. You're like, why am I bothering? Well, I think <laughs> I think some things do take effort, uh, and I absolutely understand that, mm. and I do understand that not everything is going to be a perfect run each time 
but it's the kind of the amount of effort versus the amount of return that you get for putting that effort in is mm. is ultimately the, the the bit where you make your decisions around whether you you go ahead with something or not. And and for me, I just need to, to be a bit better with kind of recognizing those moments. Wow. There we go. I know. Brain dump right on, on the podcast. There we go. But the good news is, mm. is Mrs. H is editing this show, so it should be ready Excellent. in six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no editing required. <laughs> no editing required. So um, I'd be really interested if anyone does have any thoughts, feedback. Um, They'll write to me, you know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking hated this show. This was worse. Go back to Dear the Mrs. DP. H. Yeah. Why weren't you talking as much in this episode? Why weren't you reading some more porn? Please come back. <laughs> so if you have, if you've gone through a similar experience, um, if you've got any thoughts about this, if you're struggling with it yourself, please get in touch. We're bedhoppersuk at gmail.com. I'm glad we don't suck anymore. Well, you know, I thought, you know, I've said enough about me sucking at the moment. <laughs> People are probably fed up with it. But there's there's that. Uh, you can reach us on Twitter at Bedhoppers UK. You also at Fab Swingers at Bedhoppers. There's a space in Bedhoppers, right? Okay. The, there are sure. other Bedhoppers on Fab. Oh, I see. Oh. Yeah. They're not we're, us. We have no space. With no space. <laughs> uh, well, we're one of them. Anyway, come and find us. Look up bed hoppers. Wait, with, so we're space hoppers now. Yeah, we're space hoppers. Yeah, just find <laughs> us on there um, and just get in touch and it'd be really nice to hear from you. We've also got a, an Instagram page. So if you're not signed up to that, that'd be cool. If you'd like to review our podcast, please leave a review on iTunes. Would you like people to write to both of us? Yes, I would like people to write to both of us. <laughs> oh, no, well, I understand how you feel. I well, do. What we'll get is like, Mrs. H, in the inevitable divorce, can you please <laughs> consider me as your... Fine. Fine. <laughs> now um, we know you're number one. Thanks. <laughs> We're all number one. We're all winners, really. <laughs> and also we have a t-shirt shop, the name of which eludes me right now. Oh, you never mentioned it. I know. I, I didn't mention it at all. Has it actually got a name? It's like, I don't know, Spreadshirt Bed Office or something. I don't fucking oh know God. off the top of my head. I'm going to put a link in the show notes and then you can go and order yourself a t-shirt, a hoodie um, and a hat and a tote bag. Do you do pet clothes? I don't. They Not don't. Interested. They don't do pet clothes. <laughs> well, you're missing a trick there, aren't you? Well, yeah. I, they don't either. Your don't do playing cards no or clothes. stickers or any other things that that I'd like to do. But oh. it's a start, and it's a yeah. chance for you to get your hands on a piece of us. Oh, would you like a piece of us? Probably a piece of Mrs. Well, H. Well, probably got to it really hard to get it now. <laughs> well, that, that's what will happen. Someone will come up wearing one of our t-shirts and be like, "Can you sign it, Mrs. H?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to do some like extensive homework now to like, how do I uh, make sure I make him feel wanted? <laughs> You've been doing very well for that for the last uh, 20 or so years. Excellent. Yeah. Last couple of years have been a bit of a dive in quality, but you know, we, we can put you on a course for that. It'll be fine. Just buy a big t-shirt. <laughs> right, Mrs. H, do you want mm. to do your thing? Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. <laughs> dildo packings. I'm glad I captured that. <laughs> what have you got to say for yourself? <laughs> dildo packings. <laughs> a knobbit? A hobbit even. A knobbit. A knobbit. God. You're a dirty <laughs> hobbit that lived in a hole, not dirty a smelly hobbit, hole or a dark hole. <laughs> Trixie hobbits. Oh God, right. <clears throat> Go on, dildo packings. <laughs> <clears throat>